Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. God is an absolute and specific creator. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. Glad you're going to spend a few minutes with me today. I'm going to start a four-part series that I know you're going to want to listen to every part of this and pass it on to some friends. And I'm going to call this Four Pillars of a Christian Worldview. Now, there's a lot of great spokes or support system pillars of a Christian worldview. And a number of years ago, just so I could articulate for myself in the framework of having a sound uh, biblical understanding and worldview, I just developed this. Uh, I probably read it off, got it off somebody else, to be honest with you. I don't think it's original, uh, but it's really helped me in my framework of understanding. It's helped me a lot when I'm working with people and trying to find out you know, where they're coming from and where they're going. And it's also helped me as a filter for things I see and hear, both in the scripture and in the world. So I'm going to do uh, four quick hits on this. And then uh, I think this will help equip you and give you a good context. In the book of Genesis, the first chapter is dedicated to creation. That is the first way we see God. And the very first foundation of a Christian worldview is to see him as the specific creator, not just as a creator, like a divine spark or uh, an evolutionary spark even, but a specific creator. In other words, when he made things, he made those things complete. When he made man, he made man complete. When he made an apple tree, he made that apple tree complete. It wasn't in some kind of uh, evolutionary stage. And this is important to understand uh, because a lot of people will talk about God as a creator, and really what they're talking about is this kind of mystical God as an initiator, not really as a creator. The Bible teaches that he is the absolute and specific creator. That's how I would outline this, that the first pillar of a Christian worldview is to understand that God is the absolute and specific creator. And this is important to understand because if we don't understand the revelation of God as a creator, and think about it, when God chose to reveal himself to us, the first way he revealed himself to us is that of a creator. Now, if you take that out and say that's not important, and I will confess to you, probably for about the first 10 years of my ministry, I wouldn't fuss with people over this. As long as you believe that God is a creator and you know everything came from God. But as I began to plunge into things, I really said, wait a minute. Unless you believe God's description of himself as a creator, everything else you'll believe about God will be distorted. I believe one of the reasons that people do not see Jesus accurately in the scripture is because they don't see God accurately in the scripture. And that starts in Genesis 1, the very first revelation, God's own description, God's own biography of himself is that of the absolute and specific creator. And we should never distort that. Uh, And this is important. 
If you don't have that, then you have a man-centered salvation where we're trying to design God and we're trying to figure out God and we're trying to harness God rather than being harnessed by God. You know, the first law of Scripture is actually found in that same passage in Genesis 1.11 that seed-bearing things reproduce after their own kind. So one of the laws of God's specific creation, and this is where you zero on the, on the specificity, is things reproduce after their own kind. In other words, apple trees reproduce apples. They don't reproduce pears. People reproduce people. They don't reproduce anything else. Everything reproduces after its own kind. God intrinsically made it that way. That's what he put inside it. And so that debunks any evolutionary thought. And, you know, there are people that have evolutionary spirituality. They think that somehow things are just going to evolve. Things are just going to happen. You know, I, I make jokes about it when I teach about it that, you know, there are people that don't necessarily say they believe in the Big Bang Theory, but they believe in the little poof theory, that poof, something's going to change. And I, and I really believe that's because they haven't locked in to the way God does things, that things reproduce after their own kind. What you sow is what you reap. That's a principle of Genesis 1. Things just don't happen in our life. We should not be living in an evolutionary mindset, but we should be partnering, partnering with the divine creator. In other words, there are consequences for our spiritual actions, just like there are consequences for our natural actions. If you don't believe that God is the absolute and specific creator, then what happens is you lose track of Action and consequences. Cause and effect would be the best way to say it. There is a cause and there is effect. And there are many people that live uh, in an entitlement culture, an entitlement mentality, spiritually, financially, socially, economically, familially, any way you want to talk about it. They live in an entitlement mentality because they deny cause and effect. Okay, this is very important. If you don't see God as the absolute and specific creator and that he causes and then affects things, then you will somehow just think that you are some type of a, a spiritual germ just looking for a place to land, okay? Which is certainly not the case. So one of the things we see about the creator revealed in Genesis 1, 26, 27, and 28 is that he wanted man to reproduce. He wanted man to fill the earth. He wanted man to multiply. Again, God is a specific creator. He never told man to stop. The world has plenty of room. You know, uh, years ago, they used to talk about uh, overpopulation. Well, we, I think we've proven that we cannot accomplish that. But by the way, uh, the root of extreme environmentalism is population control. Okay, so if you believe in population control, you you have to take away God's command to multiply and fill the earth. He didn't say multiply and put a few folks on it. God wants the earth filled, okay? And the earth is very much far from filled. And we have to understand that. And that we have to understand that man 
is a unique cre- creation of God. Man is not just another animal. Man is not just another species, another being. He's the only being that was redeemed by God, and that picture is shown right here in Genesis 1 because God is a specific creator, and he gave specific abilities and relationships with man, namely that we have a spirit and we can have a relationship with God. That chapter also teaches us that we're made in the image of God. That's amazing. You know, Psalm 127 says that people are a blessing and they are not a curse. You know, the Malthusian theory of population control, which is, you know, Arianism like Hitler had, or Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, they believed if you could control the population, that less is better. And the truth is, that is not what is going on. People say, well, aren't there people starving in some nations? Yeah, there are. But that's not because there's too many people. Did you know that if you actually get below a certain population per square acre or hectare acre, which is 100 square acres, that your production decreases, it doesn't increase. Why do people starve? Because of a lack of technology to drill water. They starve because they have polluted water. And then, you know, what happens when you have polluted water? Not a lack of it, but bad water that needs to be filtered, needs to be technology. Do you know that when nations are in warfare and insurgencies, what do they do? They did it in the Bible. They still do it now. They cut off or they poison uh, the water supply. The second reason why we have world hunger is politically is political control, including war. In other words, they cut off the food dis- supply. They destroy crops. And the third reason you have hunger Uh, is that when you have natural disaster. So it's not because the land isn't there. It's not because things can't reproduce. It's not because things can't grow. Do you realize the United States population has grown tremendously since the turn of the the century, and we have 63% less farmland than we did then. So our population has more than doubled, and our farmland has gone down, yet our production has gone up. We export more food. Well, how could that be? Well, number one, we have, we're living in a greater mechanical age of harvesting and tilling and tractors and all these things. Number two, we have greater access to utilities, gas and electric and things like that to help the farming process. Uh, uh, number Four, we have greater access to communication, you know, for market things. Uh, Number five, there is greater education. I mean, farmers are really smart people, okay? So there's greater education. Six, uh, the ability to transport food is unbelievable how we can do that today. Uh, How about this? How about refrigeration that was not even available, you know, hardly 100 years ago? Uh, the ability to process uh, things, the ability to package things, and just the sheer science. So this all goes into food production. God said when he created the world in Genesis 1 that the world could sustain a growing population, and that is true. That is the foundation of a Christian worldview. God is the ultimate and specific creator, and he made the earth to sustain 
his creation. You really got to believe this. Read Genesis 1. Just sit down, read the whole chapter, and see who God is. Hey, this is Keith Tusi, Leadership in Context. Do me a favor. Share this podcast with somebody. Invite them to uh, have some lively conversation with you about it. There's probably some people you could drop this to that could really use it. Hey, God bless you. Today, Keith had a discussion on one of the pillars of a Christian worldview. When God chose to reveal himself to us, the first way he chose to do that was that as creator. Unless you believe God's description of himself as the creator, everything else you believe about God will be distorted. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.